Well, hello, oddballs. It's your host, Bobby. And your co-host, Lexi. And this is Oddities Oddities on Elm Street. So, uh, today, I'm going to do, like, a true crime story. Ooh. But it's, like, not true crime in the way that you would think. Miche Solomon was born April 30th, 1997. She had a very happy childhood and was specifically close with her father. Her parents were named Lavona and Michael Solomon, and they lived in Retreat, Cape Town, South Africa. South Africa. South Africa. Michael unfortunately had to miss the birth of his daughter, Miche, because he was away for work. So, when he returned home, he was greeted with the sight of his beautiful newborn baby girl. Miche had an older brother named Gerald, who is 10 years older than her, but Gerald is technically her cousin. So, Lavona's sister gave birth to Gerald, but she wasn't able to take care of him. Mm -hmm. So, Lavona took him in and raised him before she had even met her husband, Michael. Okay. So, when Miche's parents, Michael and Lavona, began dating, they were just kind of casually seeing each other. They weren't committed until it was found out that Lavona was pregnant with Miche. And this is important information. I'm not just rambling on, I promise. Um, but unfortunately, after Miche was born... Lavona and Michael suffered several miscarriages, so they weren't able to have any more children. So mm-hmm. they only have Gerald, who's not their biological son, mm-hmm. and Miche. But before we get into the story itself, mm-hmm. let's do a quick dive into Lavona. So Lavona was one of six children, and she was a caretaker to her siblings. She worked to provide food for them at a really young age. And also at a young age, she had married a man before Michael, but that husband was incredibly abusive towards her. Like, very abusive. One of the things that he would do is shock her with wires while she was asleep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So... When Lavona was 16, she had a daughter named Yolanda. Um, Her family was helping care for Yolanda at the time so that she could finish school. But one day, she returned home from school to find that Yolanda had suddenly passed away from what they believe is SIDS, Mm. which is Sudden Mm -hmm. Infant Death Syndrome. And obviously, with SIDS, there's no cause and no prevention. So, with Yolanda's case, there was never like, any suspicion of foul play. And she was only six weeks old when she passed. So, obviously, this affected Lavona deeply. And when she continued to have miscarriages after her much happier marriage with Michael, this probably brought up a lot of those, like, awful feelings of mourning all over again. And... Before we go any further, though, I want to make sure to mention that 
most of this information is from Miche herself in a book that she wrote. Oh, really? Yes. But I won't say the name of the title because it'll spoil the story. Oh I'll let you know at the end. Ask. Okay. Yeah. So, Miche's childhood, like I said, was very happy. And despite Lavona's upbringing, Miche said that she always felt really loved by her mother. For a while, Michael struggled with alcoholism, but he decided to quit drinking when Miche fell ill with meningitis. I guess he was sitting in the hospital with her and she had to get a spinal tap. And obviously those are incredibly painful. And so he basically like begged God to save his daughter and promise that he would stop drinking if she was okay and she was okay. So he stopped drinking. He really did. He really did. All right. So... Miche's parents also really cared about her education, so she went to the best schools in the area. One of those schools, though, was like a 25-minute drive, so her aunt would take her. And it was at this school that she would meet her high school sweetheart and eventually the father of her daughter, Sophia. Mm-hmm. When she fell pregnant with Sophia, it was a total surprise because she was always told that she would probably struggle to conceive because of her mother's fertility issues. Oh, interesting. Okay. So, it's Miche Solomon's final year in high school. It's January of 2015. She's 17 years old. And this is when she hears the news of a new girl at school. Cassidy Nurse. Who was three years younger than Miche. All of their classmates began approaching Miche saying, I just saw your little sister. And Miche was like, mm, I don't have a little sister. <laughs> so she obviously like wanted to meet this girl, see what all the fuss was about. Right. And that is initially what drew the two of them together as friends. When they met each other, they felt an instant connection despite the age difference. And in her book, Miche explained that it was almost like they knew each other. Hmm. Cassidy looked up to Miche and called her Big Sis. And when anyone would ask if the two of them were sisters, they would laugh and joke about it, saying, like, maybe in another life. One day, Miche's boyfriend is picking her up from school and Cassidy is walking next to her. Cassidy's father is also there waiting to pick Cassidy up. Now, Cassidy's father's name is... I've never heard this name before, so I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it could either be Morn, or it could be Mornay. There's an E at the end, and it has an accent on it, Mm. so I feel like it would be Mornay. So, I'm going to call him Mornay. Sounds good to me. (laughs) So, Mornay sees Miche walking next to Cassidy, and he calls her over to his car. He begins asking her some questions like how long she'd been going to that school and blah, blah, blah. Um, And then Cassidy gets in the car and they go their way. In her book, Miche talks about how she actually feels bad for Cassidy because her parents are divorced and this seemed to have really affected her. Mm -hmm. And Miche recognized that Cassidy kind of needed like a big sister in her life. And so 
she really just stepped up and took on that role. That's beautiful. Yeah. So a while into their friendship, Miche goes home and tells her dad, Michael, about Cassidy Nurse. And her dad was like, I recognize that name. And it turned out that Michael had actually worked for the nurse family and his sister used to live on the same street as the nurse family. Hmm. So it was kind of one of those moments where they just thought like, oh, what a small world, you know? So one Friday, Miche, Cassidy, and a group of their friends decide to walk to the McDonald's that was up the street from their school. And on their way there, Miche tells Cassidy to call her dad to let him know that they're going there and that he can pick her up at the McDonald's. So when Cassidy's dad, Mornay, gets there to pick Cassidy up, he again calls Miche over to the car and begins questioning her. This time he starts asking about her family, where she was born, and like Miche started to notice that while he was asking her these questions, he was on the phone with somebody and was kind of like repeating her answers back to that person. Hmm. So this was making her uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but because she was an adult and she was just kind of raised with this mindset that, like, you always respect your elders, right, right, right. she just kept answering his questions. And then Mornay asks her for a picture of her parents. So Miche pulls up a photo on her Facebook account of her parents and shows it to him. And at this point, he immediately hangs up the phone. So this is, like, really strange right, behavior. Right, So now we're brought to the morning that forever changes Miche's life. On this morning in particular, Miche is late to class because she has a doctor's appointment. And as soon as she arrives and sits in her math class, the class is interrupted by the principal and he tells her to come to the office. So when she arrives at the office, there are two social workers there. When she's introduced to one of the social workers, she instantly recognizes their name, and she realizes that it's the name of the person that Mornay was on the phone with that day at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> what? They sit shade down, and they begin to tell her this. Back in 1997, when she was born, the year she was born, okay, there was a baby girl named Zephanie Nurse. Zephanie Nurse was stolen from the hospital on the day she was born, and they believe that Miche is the stolen baby. (laughs) Oh my god! So they pull her out of class. To see if she'll consent to a DNA test. Um, And because she was 17 at this time, she doesn't need her parents' consent by South African law. Okay. She was then asked when her birthday was and where she was born. And she told them, I was born on April 30th in 1997 in Retreat Hospital. But they respond to her saying, there's no record of Amishé Solomon born on April 30th in any hospital. So obviously, like, this poor girl's world is crashing down all around her, and she doesn't know what to believe. And 
she's also being told she can't have any contact with any of her family members at all. Her phone is taken away from her and she's put in what they call a safe house until the DNA results come back. How long does that? Well, even if it's expedited, it tends to take a few days. So just... Just ran, like, and do the parents know? Or are they just like, where is our daughter? Or... So the parents are being questioned during this time. And I'll get into that in a little bit. But she, Miche states in her book that... Um, this is the moment when she suddenly remembers that one morning on their way to school, her aunt made a comment saying that it seemed like somebody had been following her. I think it was like a white car had been following her for a couple of weeks. So this investigation has been going on for quite some time. And then remember how I was saying that Cassidy had been confiding in Miche about, um, her family struggles and her parents' divorce and all of that. So Cassidy had actually told Miche that her older sister was kidnapped out of the hospital and that she remembers throughout the entirety of her childhood that her parents continuously looked for her missing sister. But the two of them just never put the pieces together. They never thought, like, this could be... How the missing child, right? Insane is that to like go to school and people are like, that's your sister. Right. Like what? Exactly. So at this point, Miche still does not believe that she's the missing child. Okay. She thinks that she's like wrongfully being dragged into this family's drama. Right. When Miche befriended Cassidy, I said that she went home and was telling her dad, Michael, about the new girl at school and that everyone, all of their classmates and even some of the teachers were saying that they looked alike. And her father said that he used to work for the nurse family, right? That day that Miche went back to her dad, Michael, and was telling her, telling him, sorry, about um, the new girl at school. And he was saying that he worked for the nurse family. Mm-hmm. At that moment, even Michael brought the story of the stolen baby up and told Miche that story. Yes. And Michael even helped search for Zephanie. So I'll get into more of what Michael knows later. But um, at some point, while they're waiting for these DNA results, they do allow Michael to go and visit Miche. He shows up and is really worried and confused, and he says that he has no idea what's going on. At the same time that he's there with his daughter, his wife, Lavona, is being questioned at their home. Okay. Michael hasn't yet been questioned, but when he shows up at the safe house to visit Miche, the police start to ask him if he knew that Miche wasn't his daughter. And this really upsets him, and he starts to argue that Miche is his daughter, and that his wife, Lavona gave birth to her. He's like, there's no way. Like, this is my daughter. And he just does not understand what's going on and says that he has nothing to do with it. Michael was actually at work when he received the call from his wife that the police were there to talk to her about the missing baby, Stephanie Nurse. 
He didn't think anything of it. He just brushed it off and went back to work because he figured, like, he was like, what does my wife know about it, you know? Mm-hmm. But 10 minutes later, he gets another call from Lavona's sister who lives on their property. And the sister is like, hey, you need to get home right now because the police need to talk to you. He gets home and there's no one there. So he gets another call from a police officer who tells him to meet him at that safe house that Miche is at. And that's all he knows. The DNA results come in. And when the call comes, one of the social workers on the case answers. This social worker begins to cry. She looks up at the detectives and congratulates them on a job well done. Because you have to remember that at this point, they've been working to solve a missing persons case for 17 years, and they've just done it. Misha Solomon is, in fact, Zephanie Nurse. Oh, <laughs> my God. So, when Misha hears this news, she's devastated. In her book, she says... Inside me, everything went dark. I don't know what happened to me that day. It was like the world went black. What's going to happen now? Well, they've arrested your mother. That's when it hit me. I didn't cry, but inside to hear that the person that you love, the person that you call mommy every day, the only mommy you've ever known is being arrested, that's not a nice feeling. Only criminals get arrested. How do you bring those two together? your mother and a criminal, how do you make sense of it? Dang. This poor girl. That, I'm being 17. Yeah. Oh my god. So, the DNA results, once they come in, Lavona is immediately arrested. And then, in a matter of moments, Miche is told that her biological parents would like to meet her. I feel like that's just so much. Mm-hmm. For anyone, let alone a 17-year-old. A teenager, oh yeah. And is she, like, at the safe house again? Or, like, is she just, like, taken away from class again? She's that seems at, shitty. She's at this safe house. Okay. Which... She was not happy about being in the safe house. She said that's where orphans go. Like, she felt like she was... Like, being abandoned almost? Yeah. 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 Celeste and Mornay, nurse, walk into the room. They're crying and they're hugging Miche. And they're just thankful that they finally found their missing daughter. But to Miche, these are just strangers. Right. Like, I can't... I can imagine both perspectives. Yeah. Right? Like, you've given birth to this girl, and every single day that she's not with you, you're wondering where she might be, and you're finally reunited with her, and, like, I feel like that would be really, like, hurtful that, um... And, and I'll talk about that a little bit, too. The, the nurse family was hurt by the fact that she didn't accept them as her parents because she'd been raised in a household with loving parents that she... She 
loved, loved and, like right. her real mom and dad. Because why wouldn't? I mean, yeah, sound like a good child. You said, yeah, she had child? a very yeah. happy childhood, and so yeah, I can imagine how difficult that would be for both parties, like the nurse family and Miche. Yeah, to, yeah. I mean, but obviously. It's it's hard because I feel like they're both victims to this, you know. Well, absolutely, the family they are. and Miche. <sighs> yeah. So let's go back to 1997 and talk about what exactly happened. Yeah, that's what I've been wondering. Yes. So Michael and Lavona are indeed pregnant, but unknown to Michael, Lavona has a miscarriage and she loses the baby. Lavona hid the miscarriage from Michael, and she she faked the rest of her pregnancy. One day, he arrives home from work and is greeted by Lavona and baby Miche, and is told that while he was away, she went into labor and had given birth. So Michael wasn't lying. Right. He truly had no idea that Miche was actually Zephanie Nurse. He wasn't arrested, was he? No. In court, Lavona tried to claim that she didn't abduct Zephanie, but was instead offered the baby in exchange for payment to a woman who gave her the baby in a train station. So she's trying to claim, no, I lost my baby due to miscarriage. I faked the rest of my pregnancy and I didn't want to tell my husband, so I purchased a baby from a stranger in a train station outside of the hospital. Oh, my God. But that's not what actually happened. So this is what really happened. Celeste Nurse delivered Zephanie Nurse by C-section on April 28th, 1997. So Miche doesn't even know her real birthday. She believes she's born on April 30th. Right. Celeste then describes a woman in a nurse's outfit comforting her. She looks over and baby Zephanie was still in her cot right next to her. So Celeste sees that everything's okay and she falls back asleep. When she wakes up, another nurse begins to ask her where the baby is. Oh my god. <gasps> and it's at this point that Celeste realizes that Zephanie had been taken. The hospital contacted the police and they instantly began searching. This nurse was said to have gone around to other women in the ward and tried befriending them, but it wasn't until she met Celeste and saw baby Zephanie that she felt like she had the opportunity to get away. And it was those other women's testimonies that made it clear that the story Lavona told couldn't be true. There were other witnesses. Every year that went on without baby Zephanie, the nurse family would still celebrate her birthday on April 28th in an attempt to keep the search for her in the eye of the media. There were two incidences where the nurse family was given false hope. One of these women was investigated by police, and while her baby closely resembled Zephanie, the baby was a boy. So obviously, mm -hmm. ruled out. Mm -hmm. But then again, in July of 2009, so at this point she'd been missing, miss, missing, missing, <laughs> at this point she'd been missing for over 10 years. Um, 
Because in 15, she was 17. Like 2017. Yeah, in 2015, she graduated at 17. Okay. Yes. So, in July of 2009, the nurses received a phone call in which a woman whispered, I know about your daughter. She said, I know about your daughter. (laughs) Creepy. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, so, is that it? That's all she said? Like, she just said that and then hung up? No. She demanded 500,000 <gasps> South African rand, which is about $70,000 at that time in 2009. So, the police were contacted and they set up a fake drop-off. And, you know, they're hoping this person would show up to collect mm-hmm. the money and they would catch him. No one ever came. No one came to collect the money. They traced the call to a woman that happened to be Celeste's mother's neighbor. Super random. I don't know if maybe she was like, yeah, I know these people. I'm going to fuck with them. Make their the life a living hell. dog barks all the time. Yeah, Show like them. who does that? Oh Anyways. Wow. So Glenda was actually charged. Good. She was charged with extortion, and she was given three years of house arrest. Good. Like, seriously, that shit needs to happen more often. It reminds me of the up and vanished. Yes. Like, having all these people, like, I know where Mm -hmm. she is. Yeah. It is. Drives me crazy. That is so messed up. Just to get some money, give these people a sliver of hope. Yeah. It's sad. It's kind of like the Sauter family that we Mm -hmm. talked about. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's let's go back to our timeline. Okay, okay. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of information and a lot of people. So, Miche has now been identified as baby Zephanie. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people at this point are thinking, well, that's just, that's great. Another happy ending. Mm-hmm. But not necessarily. <laughs> so, Miche did actually try to have a relationship with her biological parents, but they weren't her parents. Right. It's like, it's almost like a child who's a, adopted. adopted. Yeah, that's that's what like, I've been thinking. But she doesn't know. Right. Like. So yeah, it's like you're you're adopted and you're raised with a family for 17 years, and then you get to meet your biological parents. Like you and don't they just automatically. You to be like, yeah. They're never going to replace the people who raised you. Right. So, Celeste and Mornay were essentially, they were just strangers yeah. to her. They were divorced. They smoked. They drank. This was all, like, really foreign to her. Her parents were a little bit older, and so they were much more settled and... Together. And yeah. And just a whole They gave lifestyle. her a very steady household, whereas... Celeste made it very clear to Miche that Mornay had cheated on her and left her to go be with this other woman. So there was just a lot of drama. Like, this family had a lot of problems, as she heard from Cassidy. Right. <laughs> right. I heard a, a burp or something. <laughs> something. I don't know at this point. But yeah, so she was just raised much differently it sounds like 
she was raised in a healthy environment. Yes. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, actually, no, this is, these are your DNA suppliers. Go live with this So imagine, like, imagine how hard that would be then for the person that raised you and loved you and, like, did such a good job being a, a parent. Yeah. To actually be a criminal. But then it's like, she also stole a fucking baby. Like, yes. How do you differentiate? Interesting. You know, I feel like the internal struggle is so hard, you know? Because it's like, what what would she have been if she would have stayed with the nurse family? Would Would, she have been like Cassidy? Or or would it be like maybe losing their child is what like the root of exactly. their issues maybe, and maybe they would have exactly. been a lovely healthy happy family and you just you'll never know and it sucks oh my god so obviously Lavona's trial was really tough on Miche after all this is the woman who had given her a loving home and She was being torn apart by the media and was being treated like a criminal. Miche was also forced to finish the school year while her mother's trial was going on. She took her exams on the day her mother testified. (sighs) This girl, like, she just can't catch a break. In 2016, Lavona was sentenced to 10 years for kidnapping, fraud, and violating something they call the Children's Acts. Later that year, Miche visited Lavona in prison and spoke to her for the first time since that day that she was pulled out of class and spoke to the social workers. Oh my God. Michael was never convicted of anything since he sincerely had no idea about the kidnapping. How traumatic is all that? Like, yeah. Finding- he still to this day is in denial. He believes her story. That she purchased the baby. Wow. So, yeah. Um, Miche's book, I can finally tell you the title of the book. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So her book is titled Zephanie, Two Mothers, One Daughter, An Astonishing True Story. And that came out in 2019. The issue with her publishing this book is it pissed the nurse family off. They didn't like the way that they were being portrayed and... They weren't appreciative of Miche's admission that she struggled to actually like her biological parents. Interesting. So, another unfortunate thing, like I just said, this girl can't catch a break. Uh Miche found out that her high school sweetheart and the father of her daughter was actually married. (laughs) Wait, like, okay. I'm sorry. But he was married. He was a married man, yes. Oh, my God. So. Wow. Wow. She also started, oh, God, she started a relationship with another guy, got pregnant the first time they were intimate, and gave birth to a son, her son. Mm -hmm. Her and that guy were never, like, together, Mm -hmm. together. Yeah, so now she lives with her well, she did at the at the time. She lived with her father. Um she like her Michael. Yes. Okay. Not Mornay. Okay. Lives with who she considers right. her father. And she continues to visit her mother in prison, Lavona. 
and Lavona will be eligible for parole this year. Really? 2023, in the month of July. Oh, interesting. Isn't that an... <sighs> that story... What about her and um, her sister? Like, are they still friends? Or, like, did that whole thing ruin their relationship? I don't think they're friends anymore. Um, I don't know. I heard conflicting things, and I didn't want to say anything that wasn't coming from Miche herself, because the media took this story, and they just... Had a field day. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And I guess that, like, Celeste was, like, selling stories to the press. It was it was very messy. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, they would, like, give interviews and they would act like they had this amazing relationship with Miche. And, like, it was, like, this fairy tale, pretty much. But from Miche's perspective, she's, she's like, this the, is, it's not- the worst thing that could ever happen to her, right? totally turned her life upside down. So it was hard for them to get along. And I saw on an article that Celeste was helping Miche raise her daughter, Sophia. But like I said, I don't want to say that because it's not coming from Miche directly. Because clearly the nurse family has some issues, another agenda going on. Like they just seem to want to be in that spotlight, I guess. That's just wild. And it's wild that they... It's super crazy that she just, like, went to school and all of a sudden people are like, hey, your sister's here. And they're like, oh, ha ha, it's well, my sister. Well, they look a lot alike. And then all of a sudden she's like, you are my, like, literal blood. My actual sister. Yes. Yeah, um... Let me show you. Got a picture? Yeah, I'll show you the picture that. Right here. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, they look a lot alike. What in the heckins? But yeah, I think, um, I think that Miche's, like, her perspective is, I guess, like, the most important. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's her story to tell. And so that's why I said, like, I tried to just use what she wrote in her book instead of going off from like what the media the said. Second, yeah. Yeah. Especially knowing, like, what the nurse family was doing to get money and stuff like that. Trying to sell a story, basically. It's like, how do you they were trying- go from, like, s- sincerely mourning your, the loss of your daughter yeah. to whatever the heck this is now? Like, Yeah, I guess they were, like, trying to sell a book about the story, and they, but they had to get Miche's, like, consent or oh, whatever, really? and she showed up and was like, absolutely not. Like, she didn't like at all what they had written. They, like, really incriminated her mother and, like, just made it seem like she's this terrible person. So, Miche broke off and did it herself. She didn't write the book herself, but she partnered with an author right. and told her story and the author retold it for her. Wow. So, yeah. 
if anyone's interested, the book again is called Zephanie, Two Mothers, One Daughter, An Astonishing True Story. So I can put it in our little description on yeah. our podcast too if people want to go check it out. You ought to. It this whole thing has been reminding me of an episode of this is actually happening. It is a podcast. Okay. And um basically this guy in New York finds a baby in like the subway. Oh god. And like reports it blah 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 ends mm-hmm. up but then like ends up actually adopting baby with his partner mm-hmm. that's lovely it, it's a beautiful story much better ending than <laughs> yeah whatever in the heck all that was but yeah like find just finding a child i've heard stories of like firefighters adopting children like babies that were dropped off in the Oh my god, yeah. What do they yes. call those things? The little like, drop boxes in yeah. fire stations? Uh huh. I've heard stories of them doing that. That's nice. Yeah. It's so heartwarming. Not this. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for um, Lavona, right? That's her name? The mom? Yeah. Like the not bio? Yeah. It's um, hard because it's like if somebody <sighs> stole my baby, I'd never forgive them i'd be like you're the worst person in the world which makes total stole sense. my child but then they also gave her a good life Sounds i know like. but it's then like so... what would have her life what would her, her life have been like if she wasn't kidnapped right yeah it has me torn honestly like i i'm trying to put myself in everybody's shoes i feel like everyone has a right to be upset you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like even Lavona. Yes, because of the past with miscarriages and uh, right. What does know. she go by now? Does she go by Zephanie or no? She has decided to keep her name okay. as Miche. Um, but she has in like a more recent interview. I saw that she said that. She's now come to term with both of her names and doesn't mind being called Stephanie. Interesting. But um, her legal name is still Miche. Again, I feel like we talked about this a while ago, but you just like forge documents, like birth certificate. Well, I mean, you'd probably have to just... I mean, just get everything changed, I'm guessing. You can do name changes. Well, I'm saying, like... Oh, you mean, like, Lavona like herself? Yeah, like, how did she come up know. with all of that? That's... I don't know. It's just I don't, interesting. I, th- I think it's just one of those things that you just always... I mean, why, why ask for it unless you have a reason to believe? But, like, if her legal name was... Zephanie. Right, but, like... But then why wouldn't you just trust that your parents have all of that taken care of yeah but i mean miche right that's mm-hmm. her name like so that that name are you saying that she changed her name to like legally to that or was that her original legal name in like the government's eyes and then 
right? I have no you, idea how, how that going? works. Yeah, I, I understand what you're asking, but I don't know how it works. Because obviously, like, you have to have a record of birth. If you don't have a record of birth for Miche Salt, I mean, but obviously, like, they got away with it for 17 right. years. Right. I don't know how. Exactly. They did. How do you bring them to the doctor? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, you've, maybe like you said, they forge documents. They just make it look legit and people don't question it. Why would they unless they had a reason to? Right. Yeah. I don't know. Wow. Crazy, crazy world. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear some more feedback. Um, whoever, I just want to give a shout out to the screenshots that you sent me this week. Oh, yeah. That's um, the lovely YouTube comments. Yes, I'm just, you know, frantic at work, and I get these pictures, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> or like, oh. <laughs> yeah. You want to say? Such lovely little pick-me-ups. What? 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 Like, what they were. One about the anti-masturbation oh, ring. ring it worked by preventing him from erecting if he did it would be poked and cause pain <laughs> stopping it and she said fun fact it was sold even into the 1900s in sears catalogs for moms to put on their boys before bed what that's like, just so wrong. That is torture. You're torturing your child. I mean, it literally is torture. It was uh, in the torture museum. Ah, <laughs> oh, right. I forgot. Oh, yes. But, oh, like, yes. Sears, fucking Sears, what? Yeah, Sears, there's a lawsuit coming your way. <laughs> and then the other lady who is, like, my new favorite podcast channel, Heart. Yeah, that was, was so like, sweet. Oh. Yeah, it kind, of, us on. kind of made my day a yeah. little bit. Not gonna lie. Thank you. Thank, thank you for you. Thank your you. support. Thank you yes. to maintenance Mike at work who always <laughs> tells me he like mentioned some comment like this week. He's like, oh, Spanish tickler. <laughs> yeah, shout out maintenance Mike. Shout out Mike. to my, <laughs> my support. <laughs> support. My support. I was support. <laughs> okay thank uh, you guys yeah well thanks for stopping by everybody um hope to see you next week yes we will be here let me let us know other things you want to hear about i feel like i don't know if you guys agree but bob i feel like maybe you should give some more stories of your humble abode me yes you talk are. about myself your home i could never <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely sarcasm. <laughs> well, yeah, we can we can do that if that's what the people want. I mean, I mean. That's, like that's how your TikTok started, right? Yeah, I yeah, I get back to your roots. I would be a lot less nervous this time because in that first episode, I was pooping in my pond. Me too. <laughs> so I tame we can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I didn't know that could come out of me. 
Oh. Did you look at Bowie? <laughs> that was terrifying. Oh. It was oh the ghost here. Literally sounded like <laughs> sounded like a demon coming out of my chest. Jesus Christ. Oh. Let me go have another cigarette. <laughs> Let's let's get this over with already. (laughs) Uh, Thank you guys so much for stopping by again this week. And remember to always keep keep it spooky. spooky.